Hey, Pepin. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, you need any help with the, some sweet gains? Some sweet XP gains? Uh, I think so. I'm trying to level up my sleep game right now because, like, sleeping is not something I do very well. So if you have any, like, drugs I could take, that would be great. Well, I was thinking more I could help you level up, like, your prayer. I have uh, really good skills for that. My prayer? Like, like who am I praying to? Yeah, your prayer level. Oh. Well, you know, you're just burying bones and... Burying bones? Oh, what does that do for me? Yeah. How does that? It raises your prayer level. How does that make sense? Something tells me we're gonna be talking about the same thing. Uh, I think we need to talk. Welcome back. So glad you guys could join us. I am here once again with my best friend, Nathan Pepin. How's it going today, Pepin? Yo, yo, I am here and I am ready to talk with our love, our favorite guest. His name is Langel. Wait, did, did I just introduce him? Uh, how are you doing, Meter? I'm doing great, thanks. No, this is a perfect time to, to introduce uh, our special guest and another one of my best friends, Ryan Langel. How's it going today, Langel? I am fantastic, guys. Thank you so much for having me here today. Yeah, thank you for for coming on. Uh, and you're of course the the founder of TPC Sports Live, uh, an amazing sports community um, that does live streams and has a very very professional production, uh, including live commentary of Madden, NHL, um, and uh, most recently auto racing. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's that's uh, that's our. That's our bag right now. We've got uh, the the football, the hockey's coming back, and we just started season two in NASCAR. And yeah, it's uh, the community is fantastic. I, I I love the community. It's continuing to expand and and grow. And uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm proud to be a part of it, and I'm I'm glad that you're a part of it as well. Me also. So how's your prayer levels doing? Hey, My prayer hey, levels, hey. I. Uh, well, I I seem to be well. I don't know. I I I thought for a while I was doing good because when I was actively playing, I uh, every time I was on defense, I just kept saying Jesus Christ all the time because I kept getting destroyed. So I thought my prayer level was pretty high, but apparently I was aiming it in the wrong direction, and I need to I need to work harder on that. So is that prayer like? P-R-A-Y-E-R, or am I mishearing this? That's what I thought he said. Yeah. All right, we're yeah, good there. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm talking about RuneScape. RuneScape? What? That, that yeah. thing exists still? Yeah. Yeah, I play, there's three different versions of it now. There's like original scape, which is like way back old, old. And then there's old school RuneScape, which is like the new-ish, but still old. And then there's what most people call NewScape, but I think it's called RuneScape 3, technically. Uh, and that's like the one you download on Steam, and it's the new version, which is kind of more WoW-like, but um, still very, very much RuneScape. And just for my own mental clarity here, like, I never played this. I always just looked down on RuneScape players back in the day because I just needed to feel better about myself. And so this mm -hmm. is the game where you, like, you collect wood, you collect, like, sheep, and then you trade for ore. Is that right? Well, that sounds like Settlers of Catan, but yes. Oh, okay. 
okay uh but but okay and then it's like an mmo kind of game and it used to be like super low graphics but you could play it on like your your computer and so everyone back in like 2000 uh what was it 2006 or whatever was playing it and you know instead of like working and doing school work right yeah yeah it's a mmo rpg uh and it's um grinding the game the whole game is just about grinding stats uh, there are, there's quests there's like little achievement diaries the depth of the game is actually like insane how much time you can dump into it and that's what i do hmm. Hmm. interesting and landro you're playing that game now too uh no no i'm on a mac so we don't have access to cool things like that so um i i am not playing the game but i would try it if i had the opportunity to hmm. okay yeah, it is. It is. They do have a, a Mac uh, version. Oh, really? Yeah, they have a Mac client. Um, so definitely possible. It used to, back in the day, just be browser-based. So you could just log in through your browser, which was super convenient back before you had to download clients for everything. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, then I'll take a look at that then. But as it stands right now, to answer your question, no, I am not currently playing it. Okay, it, and was this in reference to the prayer? So like you improve your prayer by burying people by burying bones so when you kill something you get bones from them and then if you bury the bones it raises your prayer level and your prayer gives you different things you get to activate it um and it'll give you like you know bonuses to your attack or your magic or whatever and as your prayer gets higher and higher you can like use protect from melee protect from range protect from magic so if something is trying to attack you with a sword, it cannot hurt you. Um, huh. And it takes okay. down based on whatever your level is. So I'll, I'll have 86 points if my I'm at level 86, and it'll tick down from 86 until it's out. It, some of the reasoning there with the prayer is that, like, you bury the bones and you're assumed to be praying for those, you know, that, that dead body as you, like, bury them. I guess so, yeah. It's not like... Okay. It's, I think it's more okay. like a, a rite of like, you know, it's it's like the church's job to bury things. So I think it's more along that line of like, you're you're performing a a, a holy act in giving the the prayer rites to somebody. Okay. Okay. I can I can dig that. It, it seems a little out of left field. Like uh, just like you're burying bones, your prayer increases. I mean, mm -hmm. a little indirect, but uh, I, I can dig. I can dig. Well, I know, I know that when I used to, to play in the leagues, I had a lot of thoughts and prayers going into my games. So I can totally relate to uh, the idea of using prayer to level up. So, uh, Meter, you, go ahead. you've gotten super into that game. And what's got, like, what kind of speaked your interest in that? Is it just kind of like you've heard about RuneScape, you love RuneScape back in the day, and now you're like, yes, let's get into this? Or is it something else? yeah it was um my brother plays it and you know it's it's one of those games that's like soup it's it is all just grinding so because of that you like get really into it for a month two months and then you're like sick of it because you've just been grinding so hard and then um you'll go away from it for a few months and then you'll something will spark you to like open it back up and then you're obsessed again for another couple of months it's very very cyclical like that hmm sounds like right sounds like dating in college 
you're really into it. You're grinding for a couple months and then you get bored of it. And then you wait a couple months and then you go back to it. It sound, sounds a lot like that. I don't know. It's, it's like too much grinding. It... <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about my college experiences on another time when, when, when my wife's not home. And then we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll discuss those. See, I find too much grinding with that sort of stuff. It's like, you know, like your dick starts getting like super like raw because <laughs> all the carpet burn. Yes. Yes, indeed. We're still talking about RuneScape, so right? <laughs> so over in chat, we got quite a bit of action going on. Uh, we got Batgirl saying, Brian motherfucking Langel. And then uh, talking about RuneScape. She plays it sometimes. She thinks it's fun, too. Uh, and Christopher Ball, super fan Christopher Ball. What's shaking and talking about what game? We're talking about runescape at the moment old school runescape is specifically the one that i play and of course good friend colby saying oh my god my two favorite people in the world and meter brutal somebody's favorite brutal you're one of you're one of colby's favorite there you go care about me of course very much do bud this is this is weird i'm gonna take this in Okay. You might end up with carpet burn from this one, but you go ahead. <laughs> okay. So I got something I... else for you guys that I think you're really going to like. I put it in the green room. All right. You want to check that out. So the biggest thing that I'm doing right now while I'm talking about prayer specifically. Um, so this is this is how I, how I do things, right? No, I can't just play a game. I got a job in the game. And... What the job is, is you can, you only have so many inventory spots. So what you can do is you can take things that normally take an inventory spot and group them together in what's called notes. So you can have a note that is worth the same thing as the thing, but you can't actually use it. So since burying bones raises your prayer, you can have like a thousand bones on you in noted form. You're not going to be able to bury them. So what you need to do is you need to get them unnoted. So what I do is I take people's noted bones, I run to a guy who unnotes them, run back and trade them one inventory's worth at a time, and I do that over and over and over. Meanwhile, they're at a very special place, an altar, that if you bury your bones there, you get like 350% prayer. So instead of getting 5 XP per bone, you're getting like 500 XP per bone or whatever. So this allows them to level up very fast, and instead of getting like you know, 100,000, 200,000 um, XP per hour, they're getting like 2.5 million XP per hour. And they pay me to do this. So this is... Does it pay keeping, you? Yeah, they, well, they pay me in in-game currency. Okay, okay. So this spreadsheet shows every client I've had, what method they're using to bury the bones, because there's two methods. You can either click on one bone, click on the altar, and it will the game will automatically do the animation to bury them all very slowly. Or you can go you can bypass the animation by clicking on each bone and clicking the altar as fast as you can back and forth. And that can get you like three to five times more XP per hour, which when you're talking about millions, that's an insane amount of XP. This is like total metagaming right here. It also shows the amount of time it took for us to do that job. So what I found is that um, every 45 minutes, you can bury about 1,000 bones AFK. And then it's typically about 3,000 bones uh, per, um, 
uh, tick when people are doing doing the click as fast as you can method on average. Now, there are some people who can do faster than that. There was one guy who did like 4,200 in 56 minutes, which is absurd. I don't know how they did that. Um, but yeah, I've tracked all of that. I've bear, I've run over 200,000 bones and earned. When I started this job, I had less than a million dollars. My entire value of my game was worth less than that. Everything I was wearing, everything in my bank, it was all worth about a million when I started. Now mm-hmm. I have, I've earned not including tips, not including I've ranked up in the clan to the point where now I'm a an elite runner and I can charge my own prices. So I charge more, not including any of that, just base pricing. I've earned 147 million in about a month, which before it took me years to get up to a mill. So very good way to make money. Um, but it's also super I'm not gaining any stats. I'm not grinding any stats. I'm just making money. See, your dedication to video games is way intense, meter. Yeah, because like this- I, I'm a little bit scared from it. I'm a little bit uh, uh, like like I don't know whether to worship you or whether to fear you or whether to like <laughs> just play you Be off. Sad. I don't know which one. Be sad. That's the right one. But the, <laughs> uh, I want. I want to. I want to give a shout out to the the clan. It's called Run for Less, the number four, um, and they're it's an amazing community. It's more than just like a made, way to make money. It, they like legit care about each other and about everybody succeeding. And it's not me trying to make money versus you trying to make money. It's we both want to serve the client. So it's actually a really cool place. Uh, Discord.gg/runforless. If you are um, a um, listener and you play runescape and you have any interest in in making a whole lot of money that's a good place to check it out so where did you this is what i do where did you find this Go ahead. um so outside where where the port where the um altar is the special altar is within player owned houses so they have to rank up high enough in their construction skill to be right. able to build this altar and these lit things um, so outside those in a special, in one of the specific worlds, they're, all of the servers are worlds and they all have different categories. One's like PVP, one's like um, drop parties, and this one happens to be house parties. I happened to be in that world and I happened to be running past the portal that takes you to player-owned houses and some, and they have like an advertisement out that says like, um, looking to be a bone runner? check out this discord so i joined it and it was all downhill from there or uphill Uphill. my bank went uphill there you go your free time went downhill but your bank account went uphill yeah i I, I definitely hyper obsessed over it um Mm -hmm. and what does this say this says i spent 107 hours doing this uh since december 10th and it's now the 23rd of january so 100 hours in a month and a half is that automatic type packing? Is that something you're doing manually? That's well, it's all built into the spreadsheet. So I have the time. I, every time we start a job, I set whatever the time we started as, and then the, when I trade the last inventory of bones, I'll set what the end time is, and then I have it so that it does, you know, um, end time minus start time equals time. Hmm. hmm. So I'm manually tracking all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. This is a little bit off topic, but there's a concept out there which is becoming more and more prevalent in game design, in that you want to make like the activity which you are grinding like the fun activity in itself. And mm-hmm. one kind of thing in that that's doing that is uh, Doom, 
So the uh, the newest Doom game, uh, Doom Eternal, I think it's called. I, I love that game. Uh, they try to get like a f- cycle. Like like the cycle is kind of like getting kills and getting kills gives you health and gives you ammo and everything. And you're trying to get like this kind of like this, I don't know, this addiction cycle, but also the fun cycle. Like, like, the, like the thing you want to be doing is kind of doing the thing which is the most fun in the game. That's what you want to reward the player for doing, and that's also the most fun in the game. So I, I think that is one interesting new game kind of idea out there which kind of bypasses that. But th- at the same time, like I think a lot of people enjoy this kind of like monotonous kind of grinding that's in there in the games. Like as much as I hate kind of like these uh, pay to... Uh, Actually, that's not the word dirt but those kind of games where you have to like uh i don't know grind a bit more for winning or you have to do all these kind of confusing things and waiting and kind of all this kind of stuff i think people kind of enjoy that to it i, I think those have actually become successful because of that to some degree i don't know if you guys agree or disagree but that's just a thought i had out there well, I know lately I've been spending way too much time playing Call of Duty Zombies, and I am not a person who's good at shooters. In fact, I'm terrible at them to the point where for a while there on YouTube, I had a series called I Suck at Shooters, which just constantly showed my deaths over and over and over again. Um, but this time, Call of Duty Black Ops had zombies, and I, I tried zombies back when it first came out, and I was not a fan. And... My son was like, yeah, but this time you can use zombies to level up the weapons you'll use in multiplayer. And I was like, oh, wait. So, I mean, I can I can play offline, level up my guns. So when I go in, I actually have a chance at something. I'll do that. Dip my toe into it. And now that's all I've been doing is playing zombies. And I'm currently ranked like 10,000-ish in the world right now. And um, that's all I seem to do. So I'm just grinding and grinding and grinding and trying to get mm-hmm. weapon camos. So I find it fun. But yeah, it's uh, you look back at the amount of time spent and you're like, oh, my God. Right. So it's it's kind of it's kind of scary when you when you look at stats and numbers and realize you find something you enjoy and then you sunk literally dozens and dozens of hours into it. But, you know, I'm enjoying it. So let's uh, let's let's keep going, I guess. Ten thousandth in the world is an insane stat, Brian. I am kind of proud of that one, to be honest with you. I mean, it's uh, it 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 was kind of weird because in the TPC sports community, we're all about collecting stats. And when we first did it, I did it for Call of Duty, and I'm like, why am I at the top? Is like nobody else playing this game because I'm terrible at shooters. And it turns out that I'm not the only one playing, but it's I'm one of the ones that's playing it like nonstop. So in fact, I was playing it just mm-hmm. before we came on here. So my Saturday morning was spent, I watched some TPC football this morning, and then I uh, logged on and shot some zombies. I'm helping control the zombies population. Hmm. Interesting. It's, is there like a community aspect to that? Because it kind of seems like there might be, or is this just like kind of mostly just for yourself? Um, I like to play solo just because I've got a routine that works for me. I'll play in multiple, like in, in group play. That's, that's fine. Um, but for the most part, I'll just log on and play play solo. But yeah, you can fit up to four people into a game. And if you get a strategy going where everyone's kind of looking after their own area, like when we play, uh, Meter hang, hangs out down in the, in the pond that we've redubbed Shrek Swamp. And uh, I stay in Spawn. And uh, our friend West is up at the plane crash. And I think Susan works out of the plane crash when she's playing as well. So 
different areas and it breaks down same amount of zombies on the map but breaks them down in three areas which makes them a little more manageable mm-hmm. and uh yeah yeah interesting interesting yeah it kind of goes to one of my obsessions lately and i tend to like uh, you know i kind of like go full out on something until i understand it and then i just kind of peter out on it yeah but uh where i kind of get addicted to things is where there's a social aspect to it and so, like, I try to get good at thing just to, just, I don't know, maybe it's some sort of, like, I need to prove I'm good at this with other people. But I think that's kind of the fun is kind of doing some of the social interactions. And that thing I've been playing is uh, Catan. Okay. Uh, and me and Meter actually played a game uh, somewhat recently, and he's newer to the game. I'm also kind of newer to the game as well, but I've been watching some videos on, like, basics of it and kind of learning certain strategies because like i'm trying to like understand how the game works like functionally right and it's like the thing i like about the game is not playing just the game itself but kind of the social part to it because if i don't know if you've ever played to it played the game langel but there's a big social aspect to it because you're trying to get trades you're trying to block people uh-huh. of certain things they can do so for instance, uh, me, Meter, someone else, and my girlfriend played. Uh-huh. And my girlfriend was going to win this game. And so I did all the sweet talking to get everyone against my girlfriend to block her from building roads and building cities. And that essentially took the game away from her. And I ended up winning that game, which is nice. But, you know, essentially, you can kind of gang up on somebody or kind of like present things in a certain way where you can get them on your side or against their side. And I think that's where it's really fun for me. It's more like, putting what i've learned into practice with other people as opposed to just kind of playing with bots yeah it's kind of my thing yep no uh coming from someone who has done years of of online league stuff um yeah you you can get good playing the computer but you're going to learn a whole new way of playing and a whole new skill level if you play against people um it's like i've told people iron sharpens iron right so you can only get so good playing against the CPU, but you you know to test your real skills, you're playing against you're playing against people. So yeah, I I totally get that. Mm. I and I think for me, it's a social interaction which makes the game fun because it's 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 learning in with real people. I think is the main place you learn, kind of like you're saying there, Langel. Mm-hmm. But also, I I think where it's the f- most fun is actually putting your skills into practice against real people. Yes. Yep. Most definitely. Totally understand that. Totally get that. And also, I just want to throw this out there. If you guys want to play a game of Catan after, I'm not sure if you ever played Langel, but uh, Meter played a game, and I think he enjoyed it. Uh, you know, I'm down. I'm sure my girlfriend will be down, too. We can do a four-player game, but whatever you guys want to do. Yeah. I'm so hungry for Catan. I see I'm that. so hungry right now. Well, that's good, because I was about to offer you a franchise in our football league. So, I mean, hey, it's a little little tit for tat there. It's I, don't know if, I don't know if we need to talk and invest any more than we already have in TPC Sports. Oh, yeah, Nate, <laughs> by the way, we've invested in TPC Sports. Yes. Oh, you've invested? What does that mean? Oh, oh, I, no one told you? I, I've, oh, I, I've heard that uh, you have a jacket. Like, like a nice NASCAR type jacket with like a, a patch that says uh, Wings Talk. I've heard about that. Yes. And I, I've heard that you're forced to wear it as 24 7, which I'm not sure why you're not wearing it right now. Well, I've got it. It's, the, it's being dry cleaned at the moment because we have another race oh. coming up next Thursday. Yeah. 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 No, I want to uh, specifically thank both of you guys for being the title sponsor for season two. Actually, you were in season one and again now in season two for uh, TPC Auto Racing. 
We Need to Talk is the official series sponsor. So every week on Thursdays on Twitch, TPC Sports Live, uh, it's the We Need to Talk. And then this week was the, uh, the We Need to Talk Miami 67, Homestead Miami 67. And then next week it's going to be in, where, where, where are we next week? That's a great question. Let me get a hold of the uh, league owner. Yeah, let me let's get him on the line here and find out where we are. We are in Darlington. So it's the We Need to Talk Darlington 92 next week, Thursday night. I'm excited to come to New Hampshire. Yes. Yeah, that's uh that's going to be that's in week in. 3. There's a there's a legit NASCAR raceway in New Hampshire, Nate. It's in Lee. Oh yeah, I think I've actually been there. Like I went there when I was mm-hmm. like uh, four years old, and I cried a lot. It was great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that sounds like NASCAR. Yeah, that, that sounds like some of our That's races at the end of the race. Too. Exactly right. Exactly. <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, thank you guys. I think that's uh, that that's awesome that you guys are the the title sponsor for season two. So it's going to be good. I just I totally take credit for that uh, business partnership right there, mm-hmm. and it, I'm glad to be a part of that. Hey. No, we're glad you're here. So we have uh, we have auto racing in TPC Sports. We have football and we have hockey. And hockey will be coming up soonish. Uh, I imagine we're we're probably waiting for EA to decide when twenty one is going to go into the EA Vault. Yeah. Um, and then we'll be launching that. So if anybody listening is interested in joining TPC Sports. Uh, for hockey, football, or auto racing, definitely reach out. You can reach out to me or Langel, uh-huh. um, and we'll be able to to help you help you get in to uh, at least to try out. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I, I mean, we'd like to see the community grow. I mean, we have new racers this year. Meter has, has joined TBC Auto Racing, and we have uh, Colbus nineteen eighty four joined us this year, and Texpel eighty eight. We have a number of new racers this year. Uh, we have a couple people coming into or coming back to football. So, yeah, the community is constantly growing. And, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great community where, we, you know, we, uh, we all kind of hang out in Discord and, and discuss things. We're a great community. And there's, there's, it, it creates rivalries in a good way, and uh, it's a lot of fun. So if you want to be involved with organized online sports gaming without being crushed by lobby kids who know every exploit, uh this is this is the place this is the place to go is every game shoutcasted as well because i do like uh every time i see a game being streamed by meter mm-hmm. i always kind of put it on in the background and i, and I kind of like semi watch mm-hmm. uh, but i mostly just kind of like like to hear the commentary and then whenever something meter's getting excited i kind of look over and I'm like oh shit shit something's happening i don't know what's going on but this is great uh and is every game showcasted like that or is it just uh the special ones uh we try to do as many games as possible uh we originally opened the schedule up to be whenever let's okay pepin you're in the league and you have a game scheduled this week against meter so you guys be like okay what game what night works for you guys let's let's uh let's work monday night 8 30 da 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 it was great and the problem was people on our broadcast people would never people who tuned in to watch would never know when stuff was coming out just like randomly bang here's the game so what we've decided to do to try to streamline it and make it easier for the owners and easier for the viewing audience 
we have set games, set nights now that we we broadcast. So it'll be uh, Wednesday night and Saturday night for football. And auto racing is every Thursday night. So we try to get the owners, if possible, to play their games on Wednesday or Saturday if they want commentary with it. And uh, if not, then it becomes a private stream, and then they they kind of stream it themselves, so people can still watch. It just doesn't have the uh, the broadcast aspect to it. And there are mm-hmm. there are certain games that um, you know we put more emphasis on uh, making sure get broadcast, such as if the Tornado Players Championship is on the line, yeah, uh, which is a week to week title. So in as well as you know at the end of the season after playoffs, you get the TPC championship title um there's also a week-to-week title that whoever holds the the tornado belt um is defending it that week against whoever they're playing against so if you're playing if you're in the league nate and you're playing against me and you're the current tornado champion whoever wins that game walks out with a tornado championship that week and holds it until they lose pretty much so it adds a little bit of extra depth and a little bit of um, prestige to every week. There's a game where a title's on the line every single week, uh-huh. um, which is really fun. So we always try and broadcast those. And now, uh, as of uh, tomorrow, we're going to be heading into the playoffs. Um, so we're going to be trying very hard to get as many playoff games broadcast as possible. Um, so when there's a player versus player game, we usually try and broadcast it. Pretty much everything in the playoffs is going to be player versus player. So it's really, really exciting to uh, to, to be able to have the opportunity to to broadcast those games and for listeners to, to tune in and uh, see what's going on because it's never it's never dull. It's always really exciting games. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. And uh, we, we love being able to bring it to people. I mean, back in the early 2000s when I started running hockey leagues that was our biggest uh deterrent from it was the fact that you'd only get a text update when the score was over or if you logged on to either playstation or xbox depending on what you were doing at the time and you saw where your friends were online it would say you know meter nhl 2004 second period 3-2 be like okay so i can follow it that way but it's not the same as being able to watch the game and now we broadcast so many games from so many different sports and uh yeah it's it, it's great the technology has finally caught up and now we can do that we can we can show games live to people from all over the world mm-hmm. very cool uh i think we've been talking for a little bit here so let's cut this episode into two and next week we'll continue to talk about this and you know even more things here so uh, hey you guys definitely thank you for listening and next time we need to talk <laughs>